You're listening to Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast number 146. Thomas Miller back with uh, what I think is going to be kind of an interesting interview, a little bit off topic, but not really off topic. These are areas that I have definitely implemented into my own life. One still working. Well, yeah, both actually still working on, I would say. But we're going to talk today to my buddy, Mark La Licata. Mark was one of the attendees at the Fred Dodson Parallel Universes of Self Seminar that I went to in Hawaii in 2017. Mark lives in Poland and works with the U.S. military in training around this topic of minimalism. Also, one of the things that Mark was talking about at the seminar caught Fred's attention, and that was weight loss. And Mark has been coaching Fred on dropping some pounds, coaching the coach, if you will. Mark's other topic of interest is minimalism, living a minimalistic lifestyle. And except for one storage unit in Texas, I've adopted that as well for myself. Scaled down quite a few years ago, actually. And do not miss having all that stuff at all. You know, there's kind of a growing movement around this minimalistic lifestyle. And then if you throw in feng shui and several other things, energy opens up when we declutter our lives. And you know, decluttering really can encompass a myriad of things, not just piles of stuff. We can declutter all kinds of things in our life, as Mark will talk about that he got Fred to do as part of the weight loss program. This is an interesting topic. So let's meet my friend, Mark Lalicata. Mark, it is a pleasure having you on the podcast. Welcome to Subconscious Mind Mastery. Well, really, again, because you were here when we did the podcast from Hawaii, but welcome back. Hello, Thomas. Nice to hear you again. It's wonderful to hear your voice. We're going to talk about a couple of very interesting topics. So minimalism is something that I know is very important to you, and it's also sweeping the world, really. How do you define minimalism? Well, I define minimalism as really going back to the basics and really just keep or get rid of everything you don't need and just keep the things you you like or the things you need. That's minimalism for me. So when you say get rid of the things that you don't like or you don't need, I mean, could we still have a big house full of stuff? Hmm, I don't think so. If you have a full house, big uh, a full house uh, full of stuff, I don't think you you can be a minimalist. I mean, minimalism doesn't mean you don't have to have a certain amount of items because what minimalism is for me might be something else for another one but a big house full of stuff is not really minimalism but if you like all those things <laughs> well if you if you like all those things yeah yeah right i mean well in my opinion it's not minimalism even if you if you like all those things and you need all those things um and you have a lot of things then you're not really a minimalist but that's just my opinion well, let's ask this. How far have you taken this in your own life? I think you are pretty minimal. I understand you don't have a laptop. Is that correct? I don't have a laptop. Um, my only electronic gear is a smartphone. Uh, everything I own fits into a duffel bag. And uh, I'm, I don't even have an apartment, so I'm homeless, kind of homeless. I only live in Airbnbs and hostel, hostels and hotels. I maybe have not more than 50 items. You literally can fit everything you own into a duffel bag. Yes, everything I own into one duffel bag. Well, you have taken this, yeah, <laughs> and a small one. A small that. one, yeah. 
That's quite amazing. I did a little bit of research on this, and I found a quote that was pretty cool. I think you could probably resonate with this. It said, minimalism is a tool that can assist you in finding freedom. Freedom from fear, freedom from worry, freedom from overwhelm, freedom from guilt, freedom from depression, freedom from the trappings of the consumer culture we've built our lives around. Real freedom. Does that sound about like, yeah, you would agree? I absolutely agree with that. I think uh, minimalism is a process. Well, well, then you really start the new life, the new way of life. And um, it starts with uh, material minimalism. And then you only then have only the things you really need, you really like. It goes in even further. I mean, then you're you're free to, to do whatever you want. You You live with less expenses. And you can find out who you really are because you have less stuff and then you're more into doing and being. Okay, now talk about that because I know people are thinking, well, what about hobbies? I have several things that I enjoy and all of those hobbies include stuff that goes with them. You can't squeeze that down to a duffel bag. So have you given up hobbies and personal interests like that? Well, me personally not, but well, I think if you if you have a hobby or a passion and you need those things of stuff, then you're still, I mean, that's still minimalistic because, yeah, you do what you want. And if you need those items to do what you want, that's perfect. But you're just for saying me, myself, for you, yeah, you've chosen to really me, go beyond oh, yeah, that. My, I mean, my hobbies are very minimalistic from the beginning. For example, I, I like sports, but I do it, I do calisthenics, which, which is bodyweight exercise. So... I go to a gym, but I don't really need a gym. I can do my, my bodyweight exercise wherever I am. Uh, I, I love singing, and I can sing wherever. I don't need any equipment to sing. Yeah, my hobbies are, my hobbies are very minimalistic. I, I know that a lot of millennials, and that's defined by people that are 18 to 34, have really adopted this worldwide. You're seeing these tiny houses become incredibly yeah. popular in the millennial mm-hmm. generation. Why do you think this generation is embracing this so much? I think I, I see it. I see it. I see it as a really huge trend in the industrial world. So we, I see that the millennials grow up with uh, all the material riches. So they're really rich. They really have a lot of stuff. They can, they can own really a lot of stuff because everything is going getting cheaper and cheaper and uh, I think they're kind of uh, sick of all those things and they 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 want to go more into into doing and being it it combines also the, it, it's also part of the sharing economy uh, which I see so we have so much many things we don't really use and now with uh, Airbnb and Uber and, and other sharing platforms I see yeah, it's a huge trend. I started this 20 years ago, where it was really new, something like 20 years ago. But now I really see it's really, uh, there are a lot of books about minimalism, a lot of videos, and uh, it's going to the right direction. I would imagine this has affected you very positively financially. It has to, right? Yes, absolutely. I mean, um, because because I don't need many things, and I don't need an apartment and a house and a car, I can I can live with with a very uh, low amount of money, 
and that gives me the freedom really to choose my employer or to choose my job and not really being dependent. Yeah, it gives you freedom, freedom to choose. Now, you live in Europe. How does somebody travel minimalistically? Now, you, you have an advantage in Europe because you're so connected by trains that we are not here in the United States or okay. so much Canada and Mexico. But how do you travel with this mindset? Well, I just take my duffel bag and travel wherever I want because I do not, um, I don't, I don't really travel a lot. I don't really go on trips a lot. Whenever I go to trips, like like on Hawaii, like to Hawaii, if you remember, it was because of the seminar. So I combine traveling with uh, either work or with seminars with learning because I have I have the jobs I love, and those are the result also of minimalism. And there's no really need to go uh, to go on holiday to to relax because I'm pretty pretty relaxed because my life is pretty like like I want to have it. So maybe I I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, I, I just think for a lot of people traveling, if we travel by car in the U.S., it means loading the car to the ceiling with stuff and or airline travel. A lot of times people pack one or two suitcases to travel. I try to travel with just one when I fly. But yeah, it's just uh, a different mindset than taking a lot of stuff with you. I mean, what you can do, what I do is I really travel with, with hand luggage and then any every, everything I need, I buy there in, in the place, in, in my destination place. What about your calendar? When you coach people, in this who have filled their calendars from dawn till dusk and beyond how do you coach them regarding their time in their calendar i just i just look at their schedule and i try to well the first thing is always to yeah to declutter and i see when they declutter they become freer and when they become freer then they they can choose more what they want to do and then after the, the time schedule gets um, gets easier, but I really have to see it. I mean, I really have to to be with someone, and uh, and and I have to see why his um, time schedule is so cluttered. How does decluttering and minimalism affect your energy? I know you're a follower of Fred's, and you've worked through the levels of energy, and you understand energy from that concept. How does decluttering affect us energetically? With many people, when I when I help them to declutter, they lost weight. It makes sense because I think if you if you're cluttered, if your life is cluttered with material things, it's like you subconsciously want to hold to things. And if you let go of material things, you also let go maybe of fat and of your weight. So the energy increases in this. My energy, I really love to see, I mean, I'm doing this for 20 years, but still almost every week I see something that I can get rid of. It gives me really joy to get rid of. Maybe it's the same feeling like, like many people have that joy when they see something that they want to buy, and I really see like, okay, I can get rid of this. I can get rid of this, and maybe I don't need this. And this gives me a kind of energy. And uh, I think it makes sense. It's, um, if you need less, then you're like fulfilled inside, and that gives you energy. If you need less, you spend less time on buying things. You spend less time on yeah. Also, I don't have a TV, so I don't really look movies. Maybe maybe one one movie per month or something like that, and that gives me energy. 
it's also decluttering of, of people. I, I also decluttered people that are toxic. I could also declutter people where I cannot learn nothing from them and they cannot learn anything from me. That that's why that's why when I coach people it's almost every time it's the first thing that I do, I let them declutter the material stuff, I let them declutter their stuff, then everything else follows. They they have more energy, they have more time, they spend less uh, money. That's what I see. So talk about weight loss. You coach people to help them lose weight. How do you incorporate minimalism? Obviously, other than eating less food, <laughs> but how do you mm-hmm. how do you incorporate minimalism into weight loss coaching? Mm-hmm. I incorporate it because I uh, I call my my philosophy uh, cosmopolitan lean lifestyle coaching. So it's cosmopolitan. That means it's worldwide, and the, the, it's. A lean lifestyle so it's not only decluttering it's also the, a mental decluttering I help them to visualize them um, leaner I help them to think leaner so with meditation and, and relaxation I imagine I let them imagine being yeah already in their end result like Fred does it it's a, I, I call it a holistic approach so somebody wants to be thinner or leaner or fitter, and I give him a leaner way of, of food and uh, a simple, I, I, I teach them a simple way of exercise, which is calisthenics, bodyweight exercise, where you don't need much time to train all your body, your, your whole body. You coached the coach. You helped Fred lose some pounds after our seminar in Hawaii. Fred practices so many of these things, and yet we, when we need to get up over a hurdle, it's great to have a coach work with us. Without getting into personal details, obviously, what did you do with Fred, just generally, to help him shuck a few pounds? Uh, generally, okay. First of all, I, I told him to declutter. I told him to, declut- to declutter his stuff, to declutter his information, input his information, um emails his uh, everything he he has uh, digit his I, I helped him to declutter digit digitally I for example told him to take uh, cold showers uh, which is also a minimalistic approach because you do it just for five minutes and you don't uh, you go back to the basics I told him to yeah to use calisthenics and body weight exercises yeah and to visualize of course to to be in the end result of being already lean. You know, Fred's pretty good on that side, but uh, what are some of the bigger hindrances that you see for people, you know, who struggle to get the pounds off? You, you can visualize it in your mind, but then you just can't seem to make it happen physically. What are some of the biggest obstacles to that? The biggest obstacles is maybe to keep uh, that kind of lifestyle so some people that want to lose weight, they, they are motivated at the beginning and then they change their nutrition. They change, maybe they, they work out more and then, then they're not motivated and then they, they have the so-called yo-yo effect. So the best approach would be to visualize somebody, to visualize uh, myself as being in the, in the right, uh, to have the, the right body I want to have. And but also to to change my diet, but to change my diet in a way that it makes sense. To change my diet that's still um, healthy and, and tasty, 
and also to change my uh, my movement or to move more, but something that I can sustain for the rest of my life. All right, I like to summarize with three steps that we can do to get in action. So if somebody wants to minimalize, give us three action steps to get started. To minimize our lives. First, take a look at your apartment or your house and start, for example, with one room. Start with one room and uh, put everything out from the shelves, from the drawers, uh, clean the shelves, the drawers, um, get rid of everything you immediately know, immediately know that you don't need. Then put everything else we're not sure into into one into one uh, into one uh, uh, into one place, and then you can decide after, and then do it room per room. So that's the first step to declutter room per room, and the second step will be to declutter your digital clutter, and uh, the th the third step is is to maintain it. So not really if you want to buy something, really to ask yourself. Do I really need it? Can I get it for can I get it for free or can I can I get it because of the sharing economy from somebody else? That's basically the third steps. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing all this with us, Mark. Thank you, Thomas. Okay, always a pleasure. All right. Again, if you would like to work with Mark on either weight loss or just scaling things back, contact him at lean.lifestylecoach.com. Com. Or you can look up Mark La Licata, that's L-A-L-I-C-A-T-A, on LinkedIn. He'll be happy to talk to you. Thanks for listening. Hope this helps in cutting back on pounds and stuff. Enjoy the journey. I'm Thomas Miller. Thanks for listening. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.